This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Were any of you afraid of the dark growing up? With four bears grappled in darkness. No one has looked into this room besides you, and you can't say anything. The rest of the party must charge blindly into battle. Peraza is going to <laughs> gallop into the room. Guns blazing. Yeah. I like the thought of the 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 comfort that gunfire now brings. <laughs> yeah, really. Four bears. It's like, just it's like, in a room, and he's just like, yes, 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 I'm saved. But what lies in wait is more than ready for them. I would have loved to just see a flat-out fight between this thing and the frostworms. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like why? Yeah. Why are we not watching that? Yeah, that, yeah. I want to see fight. that podcast. It seems to me an extreme injustice that they never. To the death. They never, they never butted heads. Yeah, uh, Frost Room. They just, no. they didn't run in the same circles. <laughs> <laughs> the adventure continues. It is now the creature's turn. No, oh. I don't like when it's the creature's turn. Sometimes it's just got to be the creature's turn. No. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 183 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. I'm Skid Maher, and I want to tell you, remind you that we've got PAX Unplugged coming up this weekend, uh, and we're real excited to meet uh, as many of you as we can, and in fact, if you want to meet us in person, you can come to our fan meetup at 7 p.m. on Friday, this coming Friday at Yards Brewing Company in Philadelphia. All the info for that is on our Facebook page, and we will also like to see you at our Saturday night 9 p.m. Strange Eons session. That's number two in our Strange Eons playthrough live show at, in the Leviathan Theater. Come on by. That should be a blast. And our meet and greet tickets, our VIP tickets are sold out for Chicago, Dallas, Portland, and Brooklyn, but there's still a couple left for Seattle if you're going to come to that show and uh, you want to have a good time hanging out with like-minded people and getting a chance to hang out with us on a different coast. Chicago is almost completely sold out. Hurry up and get those tickets if, uh, if, you're, gonna, if you're planning on coming because they're going to sell out very quickly. But uh, long story short, let's get to the current episode, episode 183. Were any of you afraid of the dark growing up? Yep. Are you asking? Are you, are you afraid, afraid of, of the dark? dark? <laughs> no, that's the greatest Nickelodeon. No. Yeah. <laughs> Cut this out. Were well, you, Joe? You were afraid. I bet you still are. Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Probably. Kind Did you of. not like going to bed at night without a nightlight? That is correct. Yeah. I did not like going to bed without a nightlight. If I wasn't married and sleeping in the same room with my wife, I think I would still not sleep in total darkness alone. It freaks me out. Right. You guys just sleep in separate beds instead. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I Love Lucy. We're, like, old, we're old school. Like Brad Dick Van Dyke. Like Fred and Wilma Flintstone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Grant, you look like you were That's actually not true. The dark was afraid of you. That's, uh, that happened later on after I was irradiated in Los Alamos, New Mexico. <laughs> what? what? Never mind. This yeah, whole time. Well, there's, not, there's not enough time. We got to get to an episode. But I do remember <laughs> my favorite. I think it would have like on. I had a room with a bathroom attached because I grew up rich. Deal with it. 
Uh, <laughs> I didn't grow up rich. A my... room with a bathroom attached. Yeah, that my is own astounding to me. The sign of Your wealth. Your own shower. My own shower. And I had. I and had, you weren't an only I child. Had, no. Uh, well, my the girls God. shared a, a, a bathroom. Like the second floor was two bedrooms the on the side. Second floor. Yeah, the second floor. <laughs> uh, Don't tell me you had a basement as well. <laughs> at our old house that was built before the war, we did. But our second house we built. No. So um, a simple four floor walk up, <laughs> simple four floor building. So no, that that bathroom had a, a bug wallpaper. It had newts and frogs and like d- cool animals on them. And then I had like sailboats later on. My mom put up, but I would keep that line on for a while until I got what I think right now I haven't thought about in years. But you asking this question buried un 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 ex- it excavated some some beautiful memories for me. I got. A glow-in-the-dark star set that came with like putty to put on the oh, wall. Oh, sure, sure. Oh, those are great. And yeah. I had them all over my ceiling, and then I had them on my fan. And when I turned on my ceiling fan at night, it would like make a big like glow-in-the-dark streak, like oh, a big fun. circle. That's cool. That's and a good idea. That was a good transition. <laughs> so it's you like, liked sleeping in a nightclub. It's like right. <laughs> it's like when you <laughs> played ABBA. It's yeah. like yeah. it's <laughs> like it was the the method. I went to sleep to ABBA. <laughs> it was the methadone to my heroin addiction of like a nightlight. Like it was the thing I needed to right. ease off of the you. poor man's nightlight. Yeah, and now I can sleep in like total darkness, and I'm fine. Well, you're growing up. You're growing up, skid. Afraid of the dark. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No, I always I always keep a light on. Well, uh, you know what I think it is. I think it's people with wild imaginations. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's all yeah, it yeah, is. Totally. Yeah. It's like if you have a wild imagination, the dark is just like you can think of so many things. For me, it was always aliens. Yeah, aliens. I was always afraid of. Aliens. I was afraid of ET. Yeah, I was afraid of like an alien coming into my room. Yeah, this is, what I this always is, was the most scared of. This is getting this is getting kind of personal, but I had a recurring like that half sleep, like not total sleep nightmare. Yeah, you know how you, there's that shot of ET's fingers reaching for the Reese's pieces. Uh huh. Oh. I just imagine that those fingers just coming over the side oh, of my no. bed. Yeah, <laughs> that's creepy. Like yeah. this, like. Over yeah. the GM screen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, he just tried to hit it. And it was so <laughs> scary. You know, you know what scares me now though. Um, in my relationship, Global I warming. end up. Uh, <laughs> I end up like so I'll I'll kill the spiders, the roaches. I'll take the the mice out of the trap if we have mice. Like right. I have to do all the like gross stuff that, with my mouth, <laughs> all with my mouth. It's the only sanitary way, Joe. And uh, I want to get it on my hands. So I have to do that stuff. My wife does way more stuff in general, but I get to do that gross stuff. Drill holes in walls. Um, but oh, like if she so, hears if she hears a noise in the middle of the night. Like if it's if we're on vacation in like a rural area or we're at home, like I'm the one getting up, like, getting the shotgun. Guess I'm dying. Walk into the front. Yeah. Yeah. Guess yeah. I'm, I'm the, the one, one that's gonna get it. <laughs> My wife sleepwalks, and I and and oh, I am, wow. this I am, is true, like straight up sleepwalks. <laughs> and I am often sent when she when she comes out of it, I am sent on any number of strange missions around the apartment. <laughs> Like Dude. what? Give me an example. <laughs> All right, this is so this one time. It's crazy. She woke up in the middle of the night and was convinced that because <laughs> when we moved into our apartment, there was a giant planter out on the fire escape right. that had no plants but just a whole bunch of dirt, and she was convinced that a neighbor had come in through the window and had <laughs> taken dirt. From the planter, like, tracked dirt in, I think, and, like, there was a big pile of dirt in the living room. So she was kind of, she was mostly awake, but somewhat, like, somewhat still sleepwalking, and she was like, you need to go and see about that. I'm so sorry, but the dirt... I'm sorry, but the dirt. So I had to get out of bed, walk into the other room, 
and move the pile of shoes that she had left <laughs> on, the, on the floor and hold them up or like move them around to prove that they weren't dirt and the, our neighbor she had She made the pile of shoes? You, in her sleep? You, no, no. They, there like, was a she, like, pile. Took oh, off, uh, but she, she like, took off her shoes and put them on the floor. Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Does she limit I have gone to investigate. Like, they, like phantom sounds. Any, and like, I, did, so I get sent all over the apartment. There was uh, my buddy's house. I, w- I wasn't afraid of like the dark at our house, but my buddy's house, when we were hanging out, once it got to be nighttime, neither of us wanted to go upstairs in his house. And so if we forgot a toy up there or something, it was like a situation we had to... <laughs> like all right i'm not going well Don't i'm not going well, who's gonna get the so we would the like <laughs> run up there and i can remember running up there at top speed we were just afraid someone else was up there and just like looking <laughs> for the toy like where's the toy where's the toy and you run back down is this it no you gotta go back i can't <laughs> terrified that we like we heard something up there there's got to be something up there meanwhile our parents in the other room but for some reason we were just convinced and the other thing that i remember being terrified of do you remember there was this cartoon and i just googled it and the reason I, the only the only reason I knew the name is because I, I googled it. Dan Aykroyd and Gilda Radner did the voices for this cartoon called "The Gift of Winter." Do you remember this? It's a very very strange sort of uh, animated holiday special, and the animation is particularly creepy. And there was something from this movie that terrified me and i remember for a good six months having to go to sleep with the covers over my head because of something from this holiday cartoon you know 70s weird cartoon does not look familiar you know what we're gonna have we're gonna have jurassic park supplanted as the number one (laughs) dvd sent to our offices because you mentioned the gift of winter winter. well it's a (laughs) care of troy lavalley it looks like it is available uh for six dollars uh on amazon i don't know what it is like there's so many of these animated these projects in the 70s that seemed designed to destroy psyches of children terrify children like i remember all this stuff like all the the sid and marty croft stuff like that's that's an extreme like example with the you know sig of the sea monster like all that stuff but just like uh, i remember there's a movie called point like back in the day just really strange. There's tons of like weird animated and children's stuff. Doesn't this look terrifying? Oh, yeah. See that? That's exactly. <laughs> it's like a, yeah. it's like, a Grant, like looked away. It's like a plague mask. <laughs> Wish yeah, you could see it at home, folks. It's really. Oh. I'll, I'll post that. But I'll it's probably a forget. bunch. It's a bunch of like of of burnt out hippies. Like on LSD, yeah. Like, yep. to, Yo, hey, this would be cool to do a cartoon. It's just like, no, this we'll blow funny. these kids' minds, I man. Think- That's the entire fucking seventies in a fucking nutshell. <laughs> yeah. There were two movies. The other one was called <laughs> Witch's a, Night Out. That was the that and an oil movie. crisis. Yeah, that and the oil. Yeah, the gas lines. I remember. The I'm gonna lines. buy this shit. Gift of Winter and <laughs> Witch's Night Out. That was the one that got me. I think it was. Oh, I, I think, can't even look at this. I think it was Richard Nixon's <laughs> policy to send burnt out hippies into the animation industry. Like that was his rehabilitation yeah. program for the CIA. Grant, save your wild theories for some other podcast. <laughs> right. We heard some of your wild theories in the top of the show. <laughs> That's all right. We no, we did not. We got that out. They are uh, never being published. Listen, <laughs> right now you look on Roll Twenty. Feyraza, Pembroke, and Barron. You look ahead. You Segway just see. Man. Darkness. Don't even get me started. Darkness. I, I sat down to start this episode, and I brought up Roll Twenty, and I was just like, "I'm, I'm gone." Like you can <laughs> see the three party members, and they're completely surrounded in blackness, and Four Bears is just somewhere in there. Terrifying. 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 
You made short work of those worms. Uh, that disintegrate spell really came in handy because I can't imagine going into this fight had you all taken a little bit of that beefy damage. Sure, you could have done some healing, but then you're down uh, more resources. So you go into this. I'm just going to take a peek around the corner, says Four Bears. His dark vision goes out, of course, right at that moment. <laughs> as <laughs> clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop, clop, this abomination comes rolling at you, does four attacks and a constrict, maintains the constrict, and then ambles towards and now up a wall who knows no one has looked into this room besides you and you can't say anything i'm really curious about this creature from a mechanical standpoint like where it came from it's just like a, a, a pre-existing hell. monster is it unique to giant slayer mm. it sounds really interesting mm. uh mm. what are its stats well i'll tell you well, well i'll tell you on cannon fodder can you send <laughs> us a link to the d20 article on it please uh, article wow where they are <laughs> just has it's a handwritten uh Article. <laughs> uh, well, it, it is now Four Bears' turn. Four Bears, you are in darkness. You are in one of its normal claws. It has, by the way, two blade claws. And you Ooh. just feel yourself being weighted down by gravity as you are going up a wall with this creature. What do you got? I got... I am going to not attempt to to break out of this grapple, especially now that I feel myself rising up. It's a foolish thought. I think that he is... He immediately reacts and calls the spirit of his ancestor. He draws out his weapon, but then he's thinking, what what am I going to do with this weapon here in this situation, especially uh, with this thing so close and not being able to see anything? But a he huge did creature. See, he did see enough of it, right? It comes out of the darkness. Yeah. He saw enough of it from one foot away to know that it was undead. I mean, it's so obvious. It's all skeleton bones it's and everything bones. like that. It's all bones. He's going to att- attempt to take one of these... Heal spells that he had prepared ah. and try to damage this creature with it. Okay. Um, it's going to be tough. Let me ask you it's this. Be tough. Uh, because since we get the rules for concentration wrong all the time. Do we? <laughs> we do. All the time. I believe it is 10 plus the grappler CMB. Grappled or pinned plus casting says 10 plus the grappler CMB. But on my GM screen here, I have a little red dot because the GM screen is wrong. Well, it's, it's plus awesome. the spell level. Oh, right. Plus It's just plus the spell level or plus double the spell level. I think it's just plus the spell level. Yes, this, I have a def- defective GM screen here. Come on, Paizo. <laughs> we looked this up before. Yeah. And uh, uh, either way, I could I could roll it, and if it's close, we can look it right. up. Right. Grappled while casting. Grappled while casting. I will... Uh, let's see. DC 10 plus the grappler CMB plus the level of the spell you're casting. Okay. Okay, so, so. this is going to be a fourth level spell. Okay. So it's 10 plus the CMB plus 4. Okay. Got it. Um, okay. Here is my concentration check. Can't make it. I'm just shaking my head, Grant. Can't make it. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no reason. No, no reason Here's at all. Here's my concentration check. Uh, it, is, it is 29. No, you didn't make it. You didn't make it. Okay. Uh, okay. Do you uh, lose the spell? Uh, I have an interesting ability. Ah. An interesting feat. You lose two it's never spells. Come up. Uh, steadfast mind. Mm. Whenever you fail a concentration check while... Casting defensively? Is that the only way that... Is that... It only works for casting defensively? I believe so. 
Um, well, I think it should count. I'm grappled. I'm fighting. Well, Cassie would normally lose a prepared spell. You may attempt a will save, DC 15 plus the spell level, to retain the spell. As though you had not cast Casting defensively is not the same thing as casting while grappled because there are two different uh, DCs here on, uh, on the game itself. Sure. Understood. But I think that it's stupid. I... Point. Well, I understand your... your but, uh, I mean, look, I'm casting your... in a fight here, and I'm rolling a will save to not lose the spell, which is a feat that I took. I understand, but... Specifically for combat casting. casting. defensively is its own thing. I... You're not casting defensively. You're casting while grappled. I, I mean, you're saying... Are you making a case for saying that casting while grappled falls under the purview of casting defensively? I'm just saying that it's a feat that I've never used once on the show. Right. And I would, like, I think that this is a decent reason to use it, and all the only thing that happens is... I don't lose the spell. You don't get hit. You don't take any damage. All right. Well, let me I'm see here. An let me roll my little uh, fun thing. You got a wink face, so I'll allow it. All right. Roll your save. Let's see if I can make it. I fucking failed <laughs> the fucking save. Natural two. I, sh- I should have just let you from the start. <laughs> I know. Why see? Are like, I, in my mind, I was then like, why are you fighting this? He's supposed to roll. <laughs> <laughs> just let him fuck up and move on. Wow, that's big though. That's a cure critical wound spell gone. Gone. That I could have used on myself. Yeah. But or I was going to try to... And I've now lost the weapon of my people. Uh, oh. Oh. So it's gone. Wow. This is getting really, really ugly. You really know what? Fast. When people lose their weapons, Troy is usually really good about letting them get them back. I'm sure you'll be fine. I'm sure I'll be fine. Uh, Pembroke... The potent... You began casting Summon Monster 5. Now this creature is gone. But you can still place it in an area that you see. What is this creature? Yes. All right. So appearing at the edge of my Pembroke's field of vision. Mm-hmm. With a roar and a shake of its shaggy head appears Clytemnestra, the woolly rhinoceros. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a namesake. Clytemnestra has she has the celestial template. Uh it's somebody uh, reminded me of recently has a bunch of stuff that I keep forgetting about. Smite evil. Uh it does and also has dark vision. Ah. So Clytemnestra can see whatever it is that's happening. What is the size of this creature? Look at the uh, size of it is a thing. large animal. Large animal. All right. I have a cow here. <laughs> that is I way less frightening. It is like the Borden milking cow. <laughs> uh, all right. So Clytemnestra <laughs> has dark vision. It looks like it's on the cover yes. of Dairy Pure. So this is what Clytemnestra sees. She sees that the uh, <gasps> abomination Fortnite. has started climbing up the walls. So she could... Does she have a charge ability? She does. She could charge straight at the wall, uh, and she has reach, 10 feet reach, yes. and still get uh, a single attack Okay, off. then, in fact, that is what she will do. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so... She charges. Natty 19. Oh, yeah. And... That is going to be ooh oh ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, sounded good. Is, it sounded pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so that is thirty. Fifty points of damage. Whoa! Holy charge! towards this bone thing and rips through it with her giant four tusk. Oh my! Slams into the wall. Uh, that is uh, that's pretty brutal. Shattered bones yeah. everywhere. It slams up at it. Uh, it is your turn, Pembroke. All right, brutal. Pembroke 
is going to cast light on a gold coin. He pulls ah. from his pocket Ding. and toss it into the room. Light on a gold coin, tossing it into the room. That'll be enough to reveal the entire room. Ooh. Yeah, beautiful. So it's a pretty small room. Yes, uh, all things considered. Let me tell you now that you can see more of this room, because now four bears you can see as well. Um, obviously, I mentioned the doors, one door gouged, and yep, you yep, realize yep. now why it is that way. And you see that towards the back, there were support columns that probably once stood in the northern corner of the room, just lying in broken stone shards on the floor. Rubble coated with rime is piled in the corners where the walls themselves have crumbled, although most of the room remains intact. And you would think, just being in the claws of this beast forebears, that the creature itself caused this damage. Yeah, of course. Um, I'd probably to, rip the doors right I off would as well. have loved to just see a flat-out fight between this thing and the Frostworms. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like, why, <laughs> yeah. why are we not watching that? Yeah, that, yeah I want to see fight. that podcast. It seems to me an extreme injustice that they never fought to the death. They never, they never butted heads. Yeah, uh, Frostworms, they just, no. They didn't run in the same circles. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't the same things they, in life. They kept different hours. It was just... It was uh, never going to work. Never going to work out. It's a new round, but it's Baron's turn. <laughs> Baron is going to shimmy up 20 feet and put his back against the wall or the remaining door that's kind of torn off its okay, hinges. Okay. And he's going to fire one shot against this creature climbing up the walls and All hope right. that he doesn't hit. You get a nice bears. clean shot where it is on the walls. Uh, 19 to hit. Yep, that'll hit. Ooh, that's Ooh. good damage. 20 damage. And you got the fire. You got the fire. Ooh, and the fire. And the max damage, six points of fire damage. Nice. And six points of fire damage as well. And okay. four bears nice. is on fire. <laughs> <laughs> but I love, uh, I he, love the, the thought of these like tracers like shooting out of your gun. I wish it was still dark in the room, actually, because yeah, that would yeah. be an amazing image of yeah. just like slowly... Anyway, yeah. I like the thought of the, the, the comfort that gunfire now brings. <laughs> yeah, really. Four bears. It's like, just it's like boom! In a, in, a, in a room, and he's just like, yes, yes, yes. I'm saved. Feyraza, uh, you are up. Uh, Feyraza is going to gallop into the room, see what's going on with this. War cat. <laughs> That's not a war cat. Uh, you know, I can gallop, Troy. I don't. I don't. I don't make horse noises. All right, fantasy. <laughs> uh, she'll see what's going on with this uh, abomination. Okay, her I'm friend. so sorry, Matthew. You ended a movement in a friendly character square. Yes, maybe if you weren't such a Ooh. huge character, you could uh, you wouldn't have to share squares. Yeah. I didn't end my movement. That's just where I dropped the digital pawn. Well, I, don't, I, I still don't care for it. Mm. Why? Well, no, that's fine. Resume counting. Uh, what do you want to see? She sees four bears in the clutches of this thing climbing yeah. the wall. Crying. So There's a stream of urine going stop, down the wall stop. from the uh, Shawanti's leg. So no. she will... He's so a the, coward for his people. Are you, are you, are you done? <laughs> now I am. Okay, so for her, her second move action, she's going to run up to the wall. And as a war cat, she has a climb speed. And she will oh. begin climbing the wall as well. 
All right, so you rushed all the way up there, and you can climb as well. You have enough movement speed left over in order to climb. Because you have, know you don't stack the climb speed with your regular movement speed. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot. Of, I only get okay. I mean, climb speed is only 20 feet, and I only had 10 feet of movement left. Let so. me ask you this. Do you climb in a way that would, like, provoke an attack? Oh. The answer is yes, you do. Uh, I cannot so, take an attack no. of opportunity. Why? Because it's grappling? Because it's grappling. Ah, also, I only grappling. recently entered. Oh, I guess it has long reach. Yeah, it's got crazy reach. Yeah. But while grappling, cannot uh, do Okay, good, good call, O'Brien. Un- unless this creature has like s- some other arms or something. Yeah. Well, it has. Oh, the razor arm. Three arms. Yeah, I mean, just the grapple condition which it has says you can't take a text for opportunity. Right, but I think that presumes one arm. I think you or can two arms. Still, yeah. yeah, I think you can still do it. So <laughs> I'm gonna do it. Here comes the blade claw. Probably a miss. A twenty six. That is a hit. Oh. All right. Well, you just reminded me of something else. So it hits you for 16 damage. Now, Joe, I had mentioned some bleed damage. Oh, and I never took it. So you're going to take that twice. Oh, I wow. totally forgot about I it. I forgot about that. Um, I accidentally forgot about that. Yeah, Ooh, you, oh, you did. Uh, let me look at that, please. It's not a lot. Assuming it's 1d6. Now, you got hit twice with something that causes bleed, but that doesn't stack because it's the I same. Only so. if it increases the bleed, like... Four bleed on that first round, and then oh. another uh, two points of bleed. Oh, that's tough. So six bleed altogether. Okay. Um, all right, so Matthew, you got if your first... If it bleeds, we can kill it! You got your first damage, yes? But that's me bleeding! Oh, wait! <laughs> oh, right. I forget I said that. Strike that. Um, <coughs> it's your turn, so you'll take your bleed right now. One point of bleed. And... Think, I think I can grab you. It's got four claws. It gets a free grab a on huge a huge animal. Now I get a, it's a minus two to have, to even have hit you uh, because I have the grapple condition. But I already have that in uh, in my hero lab here, so I'm pretty sure I can still grab you. It's got four claws. I think I can grab have grapple. I can with razor multiple. claws grapple like normal claws? It, it does. It does have the ability. I'm uh, more concerned about this huge war cat, though. Uh, though, oh, but it I is mean, the I'm same sh- size, right? I, but I could see you grappling both. But it's hard to imagine you grappling both and like carrying them up the wall. Right. You'd right. You probably right. just have to oh, stop fall. and stand yeah. there. Treacherous. You know, I'm not going to go for the grapple. I'm not even going to try it. Um... It doesn't. It doesn't work with what I'm trying to do, anyway. So I do want to know. Which is kill four bears. <laughs> I do want to know about grappling two or more creatures, but I'll read that in my own time. All right. So you're both bleeding. Both four bleeding. bears has taken more of that bleeding damage right now, uh, and that is the end of your turn, Ferris. It is the end of my turn. It is now the creature's turn. No, I don't like when it's the creature's turn. Sometimes it's just got to be the creature's turn. Um, the creature is going to. Creature is going to release four bears. Yeah, there you go. Knew it, you coward! And he's going <laughs> to make. You're so scared of four bears. Does that, <laughs> I know. Pro- does, I that know. Pro- does that provoke? No, free free release. You just drop and you don't take any free damage. return trajectory. Um, <laughs> and you're you're close enough that roll a reflex save. You'd have to roll a natural one to say you're proud. That would never happen. That's why I want. That would never happen. 
one? Natural fucking one. <laughs> oh my Come god. Come on, man. Oh, you man. fell five feet. This, this is a very disturbing yeah. development. Now Troy can call your natural yeah, one. Yeah, he can just say. Like, call his shots. Oh, if you get natural one. We, so wait, what now? He takes really damage in your now? head. That was a total like, gee, I'm sure. I mean, if you're on natural one, you're prone. You're prone. I'm prone. Um, oh, man. Let's do four attacks here against multiple combatants. There it was. Uh, there let me was. just go ahead and take off the grapple condition <laughs> so I get all my juicy stuff back. The timing. First attack will be <laughs> on uh, the Warcat. 29 to hit. Yep. All right. So that's going to hit you for only 12 points of damage. Second attack is on the cow. <laughs> that is a 23 to hit. Uh, that's a hit. All right, hits the the rhino for twelve points of damage. I'm rolling minimum damage on these seven points of damage attacks. Uh, next one's on four bears. This is a regular claw, not a bleeding claw. Um, but however, uh, Feyraza and the rhino are bleeding. Uh, Twenty seven to hit, miss, miss. Wait, yeah, no, no. Oh, Jesus, because you're prone. Minus four, motherfucker. Oh, and that's max damage on that claw. Nineteen <laughs> points. Of Shocker. Oh my God. Shocker. Uh, and then let's see who I'm going to attack with the final attack. One, two, three, four, five, six. This one's going against Feyraza. This is the final claw, and it is a uh, 34 to hit. Yep. And this will be for uh, 16 points of damage. Now, this is what I want to see. Who is he going to grapple? If I, well, if I can grapple you. Because if you're huge and I'm huge. You're huge? Unless otherwise noted, Yes. Ah. Grab works only against opponents the same size category as the creature or smaller. So he can grapple you. And so he will attempt. I don't think Joe was down that you could grapple me. I think he was down you could grapple a huge creature plus another creature. And sure, moving sure, around sure. easily. I just want to make sure. Uh, Natty 18, I'm assuming, definitely grapples you. What is it? Uh, 43. Yeah, that'll do. <laughs> yeah, okay. that'll, that'll do, pig. So then I'll constrict you as well. 18 points on the constrict. Oh, so that, is, that is chipped away significantly. And you are grappled, but to be fair, so am I. So the, imagine this horrible creature now uh, has its claws wrapped around you as it's just... You're both on the wall together, just clung to the wall, clung to each other. And it is... Uh, Gonna be four bears' turn first. This is so hard to imagine. Take another one point of bleed damage, and okay. then uh, it is your turn. You are prone, by the way. <sighs> All right, he'll stand You're up. Prone to rolling natural ones. He'll stand up. Okay. Standard he'll action. An attack of opportunity from this magical grappling attack of no, opportunity in creature. It's grapple, but it, oh, will but use it has extra arms. One right, of its right. uh, claws, a natty eighteen, of mm. course. Oh, of course. So that's going to hit you for fifteen points of damage, and it has exhausted one hundred hit points of a stone skin spell. Oh, that is, wow! That fucking amazing. When does that wow. ever happen in a game? Yeah. Wow. All right. When you stumble into a room you shouldn't <laughs> go into. Yeah. Good. Good. After no, you fought two frostworms, was it that one point of bleed yeah. damage? Um, uh, now, is it... I stand up. How, uh-huh. how high up the wall is it? Like, is it in it's touch? It's only reach? about five feet, yes. So, so I can still touch, touch it. it, yep. All right, I'm going to try this again. I'm going to try to touch attack it and do damage to it with a heal spell. Okay. So I will roll uh, to cast defensively. What could go wrong? What could 
possibly go wrong. 15 plus double the spell level. 15 plus double the spell level. Wait, he's not grappled. No, no, but casting cast offensively, like natural twenty. Ooh, okay, go. good to go on that. Uh, so go. now you roll. The best a... part was you cast defensively, even though it already took attack of opportunity. So you wasted the natural twenty. That doesn't matter. Now uh, you roll <laughs> a uh, will save. Will save. Okay. Will save. Uh, let me just see if I get any extra bonuses. Okay. Uh, ooh, I think it got me, O'Brien. Sixteen. Uh, that is a success. Okay. Unfortunately. Really? Or, yeah, Four Bears is not... He's not a caster. You know what I mean? Like, he's... He's oh. a full caster. He's, he's, it's he's funny, because he keeps casting. casting all these spells. Yeah, he's not maxed out on Wisdom. If he was maxed ah. out on Wisdom, he'd be fine. But he's a DC 15. Okay. Uh, oh, no! Oh, no, he's a DC 16. It was 16? Yeah. Yeah, it's a fourth level spell. Shit. Flippity flu. Uh, all right, so that is... Uh, so half of the damage is 19 points of damage, of good damage. 19 points of damage. Okay, yeah. that really hurt it. Yeah. Boom. He reaches Boom. out. Uh, and now he's done. He's, he's used all of his Cure Critical Wounds spells. Okay. Uh, yep, that's his, that's his turn. That's his turn. Okay, we're going to move on to Pembroke and uh, Clytemnestra, I believe? Yes. So Pembroke is going to step up into the room with his... Uh, multiple images, and he's going to do a religion check to get a knowledge check on this thing. I yeah, just, that's great. We yeah, need it. We I need mostly want to see if it's evil or not, but I I want to know anything <sighs> that I can about it. Okay. Oh, it's evil. Oh, uh, twenty six. Twenty six. I can give you one piece of relevant information. So, is that piece that you want to know whether or not it's evil, or do you want to know something else about it? Um, I want to know something else. Okay. It has a climb speed. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's all I got. Um, well, uh, unless... I will let, tell you this. You know it's undead. Right. You know it has a climb speed. It right. has... <laughs> I mean, literally, I wish I could tell you more. It right. has ener- oh, just, energy resistance cold five. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. It should have fought those frostworms. All right. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe it developed that resistance over, over time. This is yeah. a, uh, I can tell you with it's that adaptation. Oh. Yeah. This is a creature known as a Neocraft. A Neocraft. Yeah. So like a Neopet? This is a, a new unique <laughs> a new monstrosity. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Matthew, for the Latin roots. <laughs> Explained in full. Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Clytemnestra is going to... She's got a gun! (laughs) (laughs) He had a fifth arm with a gun. Clytemnestra Uh, is going... Is going to take three points of bleed damage. Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, (laughs) You take it. I'm taking it. Take it, you like it! Before you kill my Neocraft. Neo is Greek. Oh, come on, there must be a Latin in there. Neo. It's, it's uh, craft. The craft was uh, and craft is Germanic. Came out in 97. Mm, the craft, yeah, that's yep, great yep, movie. Ninety-seven. I still have ninety-nine. Seen it. Should I see it? No, it's ninety-seven. Okay. okay. Wait, uh, what are you talking about? The movie, the craft. Oh, gotcha. Uh, all right. So, what do you want to do? What are you there? talking? About? I was talking about the Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's, that's ninety-nine. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. What? what don't uh, know what's going on? Uh, it's your turn. <laughs> all right, Clytemnestra. <laughs> Is going to lunge up with her with her with her tusk at this thing, uh-huh. 
And, oh, and she's going to smite evil. Oh. Okay. That's okay. a swift action. That's so a swift good. action. Swiftly smiting. Uh, so that is a... T- 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 that is a 20... Uh, 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 sorry. That is a 26 to hit. 26, 26 to, to hit. hit. Because it is grappling, <laughs> Feyraza, that is a hit. Okay. Great. <laughs> so... <laughs> All right, so <laughs> the whole time Pembroke's doing this turn, I'm just making a gun ever larger on the screen. Oh, roll twenty. And Grant, it's really Grant 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 crippled. With and laugh. the more he laughs, the larger I make. He it. keeps making this handgun. This handgun is now seventy feet wide. It started out like a tiny little gun that Clytemnestra had in her hand, and now it's taking up the whole. Clytemnestra, the cow in the on roll it's, a, it's a comically large handgun. Oh, it's very late. We've got a rhino cow. I didn't realize until that moment how hard it is to laugh without sound. That entire. That's why I kept doing it. All right, how many, how uh, many points did you 31 points of damage. Holy mother of pearl. And and you added the charisma modifier yes. to damage? Okay, yes. beautiful. And then Pembroke, as a swift action, is going to cast Magic Missile. Okay. Uh, and uh, for 15 points of damage. Okay. And then he is going to cast Lightning Bolt. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, what's the save? Uh, that is a reflex save. Reflex save, natural one. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Ooh. All right. He got. He got you. You. Think, think, you've been gotten. Uh, that is got, got thirty-four it. points of electricity damage. And whatever this monstrosity was, past tense, is Deadsville. It's Deadsville. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh man. man, that thing was horrifying. That's really scary. It was like a huge, undead version of that freaking cat. Oh, yeah. That should have killed Lexington. The Arum Vorax? Yeah, the Arum Vorax. I couldn't yeah. remember the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Just like, like, like scrambling around a bunch of laser cl- uh, razor claws. Like, <laughs> yeah, our most fearsome enemy. <laughs> Aaron, if we continue in initiative order here, you can see that Veyraz and Forebears are bleeding. Do you want to do anything to stop their bleeding? Can I do a heal check to stop it? I think that's how DC bleeding 15. works. Let's yep, try it. DC All right, here we check. go. I'm On gonna, who? Uh, Forebears and Feyraza? No, you just got to pick one. Uh, right. Uh, <laughs> Clytemnestra. I wanna, yes, I, you could do it on Clytemnestra as Because well. I know yes. how hardy uh, Four Bears is, I'm going to do it on Feyraza. <laughs> Joe knew he wasn't going to get it. <laughs> well, no, it's just because of the nature of the character. Do it. Hey, Joe, you got to... I'm taking it personally, Actually, but... No, no, no. Joe, 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 Joe gotta, took a lot of damage. Joe took a lot of damage. Here we go. Cure critical stuff? <laughs> no. I'm going to do it on Joe. I'm all out okay. of cure critical stuff. Heal, check, well, go. I'm going to do it on Joe. Well, yeah. It's going on Joe, because he whined. Uh, all 26. All right. So your bleeding has stopped. It is now Feyraza's turn. Feyraza, magical healing will also end your... She'll cure light wounds. Spoom, so you're no longer bleeding as well. <sighs> but you took a licking in that fight. It did. Thank More you, Baron. importantly, what the hell was this creature? What was it called? A, a necro- neocraft. Neocraft. You remember last week I was like, what was that boss in Dark Souls? It was... Basically the same thing. Like yeah. All skulls and made of bones. Do you remember it was, was Nido. Nido. Grave, di- grave robber. Grave, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember. But Nido. So very is a Neocraft right. Nido. Grave, a, grave Lord Nido. Grave Lord Nido. Would a would a knowledge arcana apply at all? Like if it was any kind of arcane magic to create? 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right, um, if, you know what? Why don't you roll religion? Okay. Well, I already did. I did. Yeah, yeah, checks. but I'm, but I'm. All right, yeah, then do 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 Arcana. It's okay. fine. Uh, that is a thirty-two. Thirty-two. You get the sense that this was created under a desecrate aura. Similar to the desecrate aura that was in Argathoa's temple. Yes, exactly. And that, as this thing was melded together from bones of numerous different creatures, it was created under that aura, which made it even more powerful. Hmm. Um, But by the looks of this room, it was also uncontrollable. That's all you really know. So we think that Skirkatla perhaps... Like created this creature and then couldn't control it and kind of like sealed it off. As an undead, it's you know it's it's mindless. This one was particularly mindless. This is a construct of defilement, and it went mad. You can see the destruction it wrought in its own home. There, something went wrong here. And Pembroke the Thrifty goes and picks up his belighted one gold piece. <laughs> <laughs> Pembroke and, the Thrifty. Yeah. <laughs> Four Bears is going to go examine uh, the the refuse and stuff that was in the corners of the room mm-hmm. to see uh, if there's anything of interest here that was left here or Farazel that it was joined. guarding, perhaps. Also, yeah, maybe a detect there. magic. Yeah, detect magic. You don't, boom, 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 boom. don't detect any magic. Boom, 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 boom. Um, roll a perception check. 26. I'll just take 20. 36. All right, so you spend, spend a little time spend a, Yeah, maybe in a half hour. All your buff spells go away. All of them gone. Yeah. Oh, and poor Clyde. All of those Pembrokes just become one Pembroke. <laughs> doop, 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 doop. Uh, 36. 36. Yeah, no, it looks like particularly mindless destruction. Like there was no... You, you, if you really take some time studying it, you don't. You quickly see that there's nothing in the rubble. So then wow. you actually look at the rubble itself, and you see that this was just like an undead version of a wild animal, just a cage, right? Locked in like a you know one of the rubber rooms, just bouncing off the walls, just destroying wow. stuff. And as Four Bears was taking his twenty, Baron was taking his twenty, but mm-hmm. looking for secret doors, and got a forty. Ooh, and you find one. Yeah! Wow, bear, bear. Unusual stone crab. <laughs> you start looking along the walls, and with a 40, mm-hmm. you find a secret door. Oh, DC 38. That is awesome, dude. <laughs> Inside of your own heart. Oh. <laughs> I swear to God, if that's it, I'm going to murder you. That, that's it. Oh, oh boy. That was bad business. Yeah. Wow. Wait, I really? Did. I did. He has nothing in there. Oh. Was, you guys are really defeated by that. Well, that was, that was no bad kidding. Business. We are. There's yeah. nothing in the game mastery guide <laughs> so that mad. says mess with your players' expectations and disappoint them at all turns. Page yeah. two. Oh, it's in the well, secret game uh, master's guide. Well, that's just disappointing. Uh, Page two. We all know is still saying what is a role playing game. <laughs> we know this. Uh, no, Grant. I'm sorry. There's no secret doors. But you did find a little bit more about yourself, Grant. I'd like to apologize on behalf of my friend Troy Lavalley for him being a. Piece well, I'm of glad fun. someone's his friend because he's a garbage person from a garbage city. <laughs> in a garbage city, you don't find nothing. nothing. Well, no, you found some unusual stonecraft in your heart. That's true. Yes. Maybe I need to have a doctor look at this. <laughs> interesting ventricle design. <laughs> mm. That's right. <laughs> there is a room uh, left unexplored. 
along this hallway. Uh, um, should we do it? Can anyone do, give me a little wanding while I'm still in workout form? Uh, I can cast a spell on you. I don't want. I'll, I will to. cast. <laughs> uh, I'll cast cure Bottle serious cast. wounds. Uh, so that will be. Ooh, sorry, Matthew. Ew, twenty-two points of healing. Got anything else in your bag of tricks? <laughs> uh, I could do another one, but I mean, it, it's going to be time for us to just leave. Well, just hit me with the wand a couple times. Hit me with your best wand. I don't really see the. I mean, I'm down a lot. I, I don't, think I don't you really hit yourself with the in the instance. Times. There's something. You took twenty to look through garbage. It's true. I'm just saying, like, I don't see the point in continuing to push right now. Like, how many spells have we used? How down are we? Like, well, he, I have no spells. How much will will you still need more to heal in the morning if we take leave and rest, Matthew? Yes. Oh, well, then you might need to, unless you want to use spells in the morning. You know, Joe, but I think we should rest. Is all I'm saying. You make me feel if like we rant. can. I, we we should. Yeah. I can heal you up with my spells, Matthew, because I, I appreciate ask. you as a person. Thanks, Grant. I'm saying I, I, I'll burn my heal spells and use the wand up, but like then what are we going to do? We have full hit points, but we don't have any we go rest. of our stuff. Yeah, exactly. So I think we should rest. Also, too, like bear in mind, every in the audience too. Like we have been warned repeatedly, mostly by implication, that this dungeon, whatever's left of it, will kill us. Yeah, every single encounter so, is a kill-worthy encounter. Yeah, so we have to take every precaution, which includes resting, getting all of our, our stuff back, whenever we can, whenever we feel we can. Yeah, is and it? I think we've made progress here because we sort of cleared out anything that's sort of on the outer rim of the deeper parts yeah. of, this, of this tomb. Especially considering, outside of Baron's entire journey through this and uh, Feyraza and Pembroke's and now Forebears. We're the only folks capable of stopping this. Skelt is just scared in its track. Roy the Hatmaker slash Captain the Guard, yeah. coward. What's Ro- is Roy going to come into the tomb of Skirkatla and no. take him out? No. Well, Roy's pretty busy. <laughs> He's got a lot going on. Let's, let's give Roy credit where credit's due. He's hats, got a lot going hats on. Hats are currently in fashion in, in Skelts. They're all the rage. <laughs> hats. Um, it's, hats are in the season. I say we take a rest. <laughs> Regather our strength. Return tomorrow. Yes, I think you're right. We should do all we can to be prepared for each encounter that we face here. <laughs> yes. Baron uh, nod, nods his head and just thinks back to the last battle where a senior citizen, a war cat, a woolly mammoth, and a shaman were in a battle with him against this terrible skeleton creature and was just like, I did not sign up for this shit. <laughs> All right, let's go rest. Do we have <laughs> any way of communicating or finding the wolves that we spoke to before we came in here? We could go to their caves. We know where their caves are. Yeah, I just want them... I, I, I thought I wanna, the same thing. I want to ask them just to keep an eye on the front door to see like see if anyone leaves. Yeah. See if anyone comes in or out. Can we send them a message over distance? We should do it no matter what. I'm just afraid of going into their homes because they're like defensive about everything. No, for sure. Yeah, it's it's a touchy thing. Could we send... Maybe we could send Feyraza over as a rabbit. She could wild shape into a rabbit, which is one of their food sources. And well, that seems more sneaky. I, I feel like if we went up there unarmed. And you do a perception check, you see the wolves like feasting on a rabbit. Yeah, I, I was just trying to kill Feyraza. <laughs> just basically. tearing it apart. I wasn't trying to be sneaky. <laughs> no, but like, go to the caves, like stand before the entrance of the caves. Yeah, like unarmed, Baron and, and Forebear's unarmed. Yeah. You know, Pembroke. 
stowing his staff. Yeah. And just kind of... Yeah, let's do that. We would like to speak to your leader. Yeah. Okay. I think that the leader must be... Like, the, the wolves must be under some sort of command of that leader not to just murder us but outright. But if she's without. out in, like, the wilderness, or, I don't know. If she's We'd also a, just have uh, Faraza, like, howl at the moon as a wolf. I feel like that would be insulting. Okay. A little too on the nose. Yeah, I, I, I guess I just... The only doubt... I think it's going to... Uh, it's a good plan and it would work. The only downside I see is just not, not seeing really the point. You know, just in that, like, they might be like, yeah, nobody's going to come or go and we don't know anything else about what's in there. No, no. I'm, I'm thinking of it more just from a story perspective. It's just like... Be fun. Yeah. Like, I, like, I know... I agree. Metagaming, but, like, they're not going to leave. But, like, I just right, want right. to, like, you know... All right. Yeah, I, I think it's important to show the respect to this wolf queen that we are yeah. reporting so yeah, far right. what we have found our progress so far. Sorry, it's taking longer than we expected, but we're facing a lot in there. Well, yeah. I'm happy to go up. Uh, I talked to her last time, and I'm wearing Thremier's beard still, so like it's respect to their god. So I'm happy to go up there. Yeah, Forebear is happy to go up there too. I mean, he knows when when faced with the ice wolf. He let it go and went for the giant because he did not have any particular interest in taking out wolves for no reason. All right, so you want to leave. Leave. Teleport out. Dimension door out. Dimension door out. Rest and then go to the wolf caves tomorrow on your way back well, to the tomb? Or? No, no. Well, we were uh, going to... My thought was dimension door out now, talk to the wolves, mm. teleport back to our safe place. Ah, rest and then come and ask the wolves to keep an eye on the door right make sure nobody sneaks out during the night and to eat anyone who does yeah aside from us and what are they winter wolves or frost winter winter wolves wolves. okay yes and do we get the sense we didn't get the name but do we get the gender of the leader was it a female or a male uh you're not quite sure nobody rolled a perception check got it on that oh i area. said wolf queen because i i thought you said that it was a woman yeah i th- i was operating on the assumption that it was a female i bit. feel like that's also like a common trope that we might be operating on but it, we may have heard it either way um all right so you want to just poof, poof, go there yeah so you end up outside these winter wolf warrants there's a natural path running west along this rock wall that rises to a wide ledge. You see the four large cave openings yawning in the face of this cliff overlooking the now disbanded encampment. The caves, you can see, all look like they extend into the mountainside and just vanish into darkness. All of your dark visions just end at a certain point, those of you who have it. Obviously, you know from day one when you came in here, all the tunnels and caves are big enough to accommodate large creatures. One of the four entrances, of course, can accommodate huge creatures. There's a heavy musk of wild furred animals pervading the air, and you see, as you've seen before, humanoid and animal bones strewn liberally about. Most have been gnawed upon and are clean of flesh and marrow. You stand in front of the huge cave opening. What do you do? Uh, Forebears will stow the shield and the mace. Baron holsters his magical handbanger and calls out. It says, O great, powerful, and fearsome leader of the Winter Wolves, we four lay ourselves down at the mercy of your pact 
and we request humbly an audience with you. Just call out into the darkness and hear it echo back. Go, go. You, 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 you. Forever. <laughs> Forever. All of a sudden you see, those of you with dark vision see first, padding towards you. <laughs> Two or three smaller winter wolves. And they walk out right up to your feet. Roll for initiative. <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, they walk up and they just stand. And even though these aren't as large as the leader, they're Are they large? pretty big. Yeah, they're large creatures. Oh, man. And so they come right up to you. <laughs> and they face you. And they just turn and walk back as if to say, follow. Oh, oh okay. follow? Could you ever have imagined this happening like when we started... This this whole area? No, no. Like we thought not... about those wolf caves. We're like, oh, we're gonna have to fight something there. Yeah. Imagine that we're standing out front of it, being escorted being in by wolves. In. Yeah. Why did we come in? I'm so <laughs> glad we didn't murder them all. Yeah. So Agreed. Pembroke holds up his gold piece, light, ping, ping, and starts walking in. And you begin walking down this hollowed-out cave. Pembroke's light gleaming off the icy walls. And you just follow these three or four wolves down, down, down. And then you get to the end of the cave and you see, as the light gets deeper and deeper, you start to see this enormous, huge wolf again. <laughs> wow. Just like sitting on its haunches in the back of this cave. It's like Princess Mononoke. And there's like 16 other winter wolves around. Oh, wow. Just kind of padding about, watching. Why have you returned? We have come for two reasons, O great leader. One, we need to let you know of the progress we have made in cleansing out Skirkatla's lair. We've destroyed many abominations, most of them undead. And we are moving ever forwards to destroying her and ending her influence over your birthright hunting lands. The second reason we've approached you is because we could absolutely use your wise and powerful assistance in creating surveillance around the entrance to Skrakatla's tomb. We need to make sure no one enters or leaves in the time we rest in order to re-enter and vanquish her power from this land. Her minions have proven strong, stronger than we expected. We need rest to fight them, and we want to make sure that no one comes or goes while we regain our powers. I can provide this service to you, as our purposes are ultimately aligned. But, with what I know of Skirkatla, the dangers are not behind you. They are in that tomb. My people and I can watch that door, but nothing will be coming from behind you into the tomb. The dangers are within the tomb itself. She knows you have entered her lair 
and every day you spend preparing, she prepares as well. We can protect you out here to a certain extent, but you are more than capable of surviving here. It is inside where your true test lies. Thank you, O Great Leader. I have two more questions. One, I was rude earlier and was not able to ask you your name. My name is Baron Ashpeak, Sheriff of True Now, Defender of the Small Peoples of Galarian. What may I call you? My name is Rain Fag, a divine guardian. Of Rainfang. Ferg. Ferg. Rainferg. Rainferg. My last request is that in order to guarantee our safety, that we be allowed to rest and sleep amongst your den in these caves themselves. What? Bert, uh, uh, a moment. Uh, uh, Let's not discuss. If I might, um, one moment. I, uh, a moment of My friend has lost his senses at the altitude. Uh, He's not thinking straight. True now, huddle. <laughs> it's very cold in here. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you would have to burn a lot of protection spells if she How do you feel you. about fire? Well, probably. That would not be cool. It's, uh, <laughs> we have, we have, I'm vulnerable uh, to it. We have, a lovely, we have a lovely encampment uh, within shouting distance of, of the temple itself. I'm sorry. Uh, I, uh, I, I, we have no need to impose on, on your home, on your lovely home. It is not uh, environmentally hospitable to, to <laughs> fragile beings such as we. There are still enemies about you are wise to want protection were we all to stay here together we are putting all our resources in one place it is better to spread out well certainly a few of your warriors could guard our sleeping place (laughs) again (laughs) (laughs) we don't I think we've been alright till now as long as they're looking out. We simply are asking you to watch the entrance. We know nothing's coming in behind us. We don't want anything to flee ahead of us. Baron wants to make sure that no one leaves and that everyone stays inside. Yes. Just to to recap. Yes. (laughs) Incredibly generous interpretation of what he said, and I agree. (laughs) So how much for a sublet? (laughs) <laughs> I think we should get an apartment together. Baron would never pass the background check. <laughs> what is alcoholic that? murdered his family. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, hey. But you he don't has, know what happened. He has excellent credit because he settled every debt that he's had. I have. It's true. So it's true. 
Um, I'm one coin short of settling my debts. Well, four but he never has he never has much money in his bank account, so he's four bears crafting a yeah. crafting ammunition. Yeah, I, I imagine just, he he looks at, at four bears and excuse me at, at Baron and it's just like you ask for too much, dwarf. I see that sigil on your person. I see the symbol of your god. I know Thramir is not the one you worship. But if you act in a way that honors both of our gods, we shall remain harmonious, step too far, and we become enemies again. As always, I am humbled and wizened by your tact and leadership, and I apologize if I overstep my bounds. We have faced already within the tomb giants, undead mammoths, frostworms, hideous creatures of undeath. Do you know nothing else of what exists in there besides Skirkotla? Have you never seen any other strange creatures come in or out of that tomb? The intelligence could help us survive to defeat her. She has released her guardians among the camp before, but I have not witnessed them with my eyes. I was told of some enormous creature composed of bones, another atop a mighty steed. She has many lieutenants in her army, and I would think if you've only scratched the surface of her dwelling. It will only get worse the deeper you go. That is a place of death. And it claims the lives of those who do not honor it. Well, we, I, well, I believe we have all come to respect its power. It may be a cave of death. But we will bring life to it again. Yes, we have come to respect its power. As one who has touched a hot stove comes to respect heat. We will be careful and we will be cautious. But we will return and we will wipe the stain of undeath and evil from that place. I mark, mark these words. Mark this day. And return this mountain to you. I hope to see the day, and I hope you are the ones to do it, though not all of you may survive. We can take this camp back and return it to its former glory. Good luck. Thank you for not killing us. <laughs> Goodbye. And the wolves just kind of pile in front of her, or him. It's a, it's a it's a guy. It's a dude. It's a dude. It's a dude. Uh, they pile in front of him. And, and, and the message it. is like, get the fuck out. <laughs> Handing you your hat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's your coat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> you guys need us to show you the way out? <laughs> Wait, I think I left my credit card. By the way, we'll, yeah. we'll definitely <laughs> scout the door for you. Yeah. <laughs> and report faithfully. Hundo <laughs> percent. I leave my keys here, so I have an excuse to come back. <laughs> 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 no, we just we we graciously exit, yeah. And uh, as soon as we're clear, 
Pembroke teleports us back to our camp. <laughs> <laughs> They were going to say, as soon as we're clear, Pembroke asked Baron, why the fuck did you want to sleep there? (laughs) (laughs) Was he really the head of the cookie mart? (laughs) Really? Well, no, I mean, you couldn't get better protection than sleeping in those caves. I don't know why y'all are afraid of a couple little doggies. (laughs) I don't understand it. No, it's afraid of the frigid cold. cold, That's all. Oh, yeah, that's true. I just had in my mind, like, uh, Princess Mononoke in my head where she had, like, a wolf companion. I thought it would be so cool. If we could cuddle with them. Yeah, that's what I mean. That would have been awesome. I was thinking, like, some of them would, like, like, let us just sleep on them like beds. And if uh, forebears could cast Righteous Might and then ride the leader into battle, it'd be awesome. But he seems a little too proud for that. Now I really want to watch Princess Mononoke. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. My, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's What's really your great. plan for the next day? Um, rest. Rest, sure. uh, rest. Burn the spells necessary and wand charges necessary. We'll do all that. And, and then, then do we want to go up that hallway or do we want to go in the double doors that are in the room with the caves? I think the double door in the room with the caves. Yeah. I'm with tunnels. the burn. Yeah. Tunnels. In the room with the tunnels. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with that. I'm good with that. Okay. Yes. That is where we go. You've got two options right now. I'd like to go to Mars. You have those doors, and you have the long hallway. You can go either one. You've already explored the the uh, worm tunnels. Mm. Um, so you want to go back to the doors. Yes. What we've, kind of we've preparatory... We've kind of committed to the eastern edge of this map, yeah. I think. So, yeah. So we'll go through I think the, we should uh, clear. Yeah. yeah. Clear. 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 We want to clear these rooms on Check the eastern Check those corners. Side. Okay. And you're going to do a similar type of uh, spell preparation, like... Uh, boost with all, all your cold stuff or are you just going to go in and see what happens I think we're gonna I, go I'm going to do a mix of undeath and cold like, that's going to be my focus definitely going to have resist energy cold but also going to have and some, when we, but we're not going to cast those until we see what's on the other side of the door right no not cast anything right, but we're talking about spell preparation yeah, yeah I'm going to do right. the same thing with the cold resist as well alright so you're not going to Fire, pre-cast fiery uh, detect undead uh, you know those kind of things okay so you're not going to precast. You're just going to go back, go back to those doors, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what I will cast. Like. I will cast in front of that door. Detect undead. Okay. So you get so back it's like, again. It's you know just like everything else, sixty foot. Oh, and uh, oh no, we're we're walking back, right? We're walking back. Yeah, through the camp like right. ballers. You yeah. see the wolves like they give you a thumbs up. Yeah. It's got to be like animal doesn't even have a possible thumbs, fucker. Um. All right, you get back to those doors and you cast Detect Undead. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Faint, faint feeling. Like, is that something? Maybe that's just left over from... Like an R, like a yeah. vague, oh, wispy aura, not like a, a precise aura. Yeah, nothing on the other uh, side of the door, but you, you detect faint whispers of it. First round, presence or absence of undead auras? None. None. Okay. I'll this do the faint flavor whispers. I'll do I, I totally understand. Detect alignment through the door. I doors. appreciate flavor whispers. Well, flavor whispers. I'll, I'll start with evil. Yeah. I'll go to neutral. Then I'm going to end with good, just in case. Just holding, holding, holding. Don't detect anything. Roll perception check. Okay. Just bear bear? Yeah. Natural two. I pulled a Joe O'Brien, but I still got a 20. Two, 20. <laughs> You're, you're holding there. So you didn't pull a Joe because you built a good character. Mm-hmm. Alignments. And you don't detect any alignments, but you look around you, and you were just in this hallway yesterday. Oh, no. 
Oh, God. Oh, no. And something seems different. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit! You can't quite put your finger on it. Like, everything looks the same, but, like, slightly out of place. The carcasses of the worms are still there, now rotting, but something looks moved. As if someone has been through here, or something. But then you just kind of shake out of it, and you stand before these doors. They're waiting for us. Be careful. Something's changed. And survival then, check? Yeah, you can pull survival. Oh, yeah, let's do that. See if we can see any footsteps or anything. Like Baron that. says something's changed. 20. Uh, Baron got a 36. 24. I'm sorry, uh, 27. Because <laughs> looking at perception. Uh, so, so you were nine <laughs> off. The only tracks you see are those of the, the bodies of the worms going back and forth, and this neocraft had definitely been in and out. But no tracks. No other tracks. But yet someone was in here. Something feels off. And the uh, the tunnels, unchanged. Yeah, and their positioning. It's just like... Always follow your nose. Always, when in doubt, marry a dog. <laughs> what do you do? Check for traps on the doors. Yeah. Okay, roll perception for traps. Doors. Doors. Uh, 24. Four. For four bears. Checking the door for traps. It does not appear to be trapped. After you, my friend. <laughs> I cast the communal protection from cold. <laughs> I mean, after all of Baron's spells. Oh, and, and, and fly on myself with the wand. Fly on yourself and communal protection from cold. And uh, mirror image. And mirror image. Okay. It's boom, boom, getting boom. serious. And That's what is the, the length of time on each of those? Uh, it's 11 minutes. Each of them. Okay. Yeah. So boom, boom, boom. I'm not casting any of the buff spells. Okay. Just after the detect undead and all his detect alignments, I feel like there isn't a creature right beyond the door. Could be wrong, but okay. he's going to open the door. Communal protection from Cole. Fly. Mirror image. Who opens the door? Four bears. Do you want the good news or the bad news? Shield in hand. Good no news. No weapon. Opens the door. I'll take the bad news first. <laughs> good news. Matthew good news. Good news. So we got one vote for good, one for bad. It's a roll off. It's a roll off. Uh, All right. I'll go. Here we go. Bad news first. Natural 18. Boom. Bad news. Bad news first. You open the door and they're just like, oh, the smell is a horrible, horrible, rotten smell. Like that a even charnel the, house. Even the cold can't quite keep at bay. And you see beyond the door, which itself is hard to open because you're pushing past something as you open the door into the room. You just see dozens upon dozens of dead and dismembered humanoid bodies abandoned in this ghastly, cold chamber. Looks like some of them are neatly stacked and others are just carelessly strewn about the floor as if they've been hastily rummaged through lately. Uh, Small folk and giants? Just giants? Just small folk? medium size? A few of the rare corpses are those of giants. Some are regular humanoids, maybe dwarves, maybe humans, elves. Some creatures, you can't even tell what they once were. They're so dismembered. There's heaps 
of severed limbs and other body parts just piled amongst the few bodies that are still intact in the room. Fortunately, the natural preservative cold of the mountain dampens the stench of blood and awful just a little bit because you know how bad that this should smell but still you are just overpowered by the stench of death and bodies that look particularly torn apart and sorted through that's the bad news the good news is while you rested Baron leveled up See you next week. He's dancing. He's dancing. We have a robot. We have a robot. It's a robot. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 